I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Woohoo! Every day I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby. And Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney Plus. She's back! The one, the only, as my friend David Yontip says, Candace Dillard Bassett from Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh my God, she's got so much tea to spill, so buckle up. Uh, by the way, every single week, I team up with my friend now, David Yontif, who is a very amazing podcaster. Oh my God, he interviews so many housewives, and basically he's a Bravo celebrity himself, and a Bravo insider. So behind the velvet rope, and you can hear our podcast episodes every week here on the Sarah Fraser Show. Hello, 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 hello. Oh my God, yes. Queen. Sarah is yes. so excited to catch up with you, Candace. I know, my girl. My girl is in Hollywood, bitch. <sighs> you better do it. Oh my God. You be- you okay, you know it. I'm fucking getting a talk show here if I have to no matter what. Okay, whatever I have to do, who I'm at an age I don't care who I sleep with. I don't I don't care. I will do I will do whoever it takes. Whatever you have to do. 
I will get a damn talk yeah. show. Does, does Schman support this? Does he support you sleeping your way to the top? Oh my That's god, yeah. I we have a list of celebrities now okay. that we live in Hollywood Good. of like that Good. you get a green light pass. Like if I'm yes. out and John Hamm wants to have sex with me, it's like no questions <laughs> asked. No. John Hamm is your number one. John, you're number one. That's crazy. Okay. John, you guys don't find John Hamm attractive? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't not find him attractive. Yeah, he's nice looking. Oh my god. I would rather go for like MGK, Jaden Smith, Justin Bieber. (laughs) Those are the three that come to my mind. Bieber is hot. Yeah. Yeah. Bieber has swag. Okay. I like his swag. Well, who's on your yeah. list? Who's on? And you actually, you're now getting to mingle with all these people, like at the Grammys and everything. Yeah. So it's um, cool to see I who's hot in real life. Yeah. Okay. So um, Idris Elba. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh. Um. Um. I'm gonna. This is kind of trite, but like Brad Pitt, because I know Brad likes brown girls. Okay. I heard him and Audra Day were like mingling and stuff so red pit mm, um that's a good one that's a really good one i don't know those are the two that come to mind right away i can't think of it i have to throw a girl in there who would my girl be i don't know um who's like a good girl who is a good i can't think of a girl um oh my god that i would personally want to sleep with oh i feel like there's so many attractive women in hollywood too like so like really like like yes like Hot, sexy girl. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. After you sing for her, she wants to have sex with you. Yes or no? Nicki. Nicki does not like me. Nick. We are not friends. You heard it here first. I heard she unfollowed me. She like. She sent all of the housewives kids gifts. My bonus kids are like chopped liver to her. We got no gifts. Mia was crying about it, and then she sent Mia's kids a gift after she cried. I'm not a bitch. I don't cry. I mean, I do cry, but not over gifts from Nicki Minaj. So I didn't cry about it. But like, Nicki don't like me. So no, she's not a mom. She she didn't just send gifts. She sent Gucci. Everyone got Gucci. She sent Gucci. Right. Exactly. The kids got Gucci. Now my bonus don't, they don't, they don't respond to that. Like my, like my, my, my daughter, she's like, it was not a skateboard or like a Bratz doll. I I don't need that. And then my son, he's like, if it's not like paint or like, something like a digital toy or like something like nerdy. He doesn't want it. So he, they would have been like, Gucci, what's this? And they would have thrown it away. So that, okay. But you were the only one that didn't get something? Yeah. Well, Mia was, Mia didn't either. But then she was like, well, you didn't get me a gift. And then Nikki was like, oh, my bad, girl. I reached out to you and I couldn't, I, we, I couldn't find you or whatever. And then she sent her something. But she did not send me anything because I, I, I mean, she discriminated against me because my bonus kids don't live with me. So because my kids don't live with me, Nikki, my kids don't get a gift. That ain't right, girl. It ain't right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, That's not right. What do you think was prompted? OK, what prompted that? Because, you know, obviously the reunion, there were some tempt, you know, some tense moments. But were things cool yeah. after or why do you think she did that? Yeah. I I have no idea. Like, we were fine. We were great after we talked i was like you're amazing you're beautiful you're the queen of rap which i still believe i think that she's a trailblazer in in hip-hop for women for black women for women as a whole just as a lyricist you know genders and and sex is just not not even in in the equation like she is 
one of the most talented lyricists in hip in hip hop. Um, and I told her all this, and I was like, I love you, and you're great. We did a video, and then oh, you know what it was? I forgot. What happened was when the show aired, and my husband, who is like the the king of ride or die, okay, oh yeah, his wife, um, was like. I don't have to do any, or Nikki was like, you need to pipe down, Chris. And Nikki was like, nah, I don't have to do anything but ride for my wife or something like that. And I guess she didn't like that he was talking back to her. So she was like, unfollow. Are you are you the only one she unfollowed? I think. I don't know. It's, I think so. I think somebody told me, they were like, Nikki doesn't follow you anymore. I was like, really? Okay. Okay, well, no problem. Gonna I was going to say, that's easy for me. Unfollow as well. I'm a, I'm a, pet, I'm a petty bitch. I was like, unfollow. <laughs> such a did you know like what you were when you got into Housewives and got this job? Like, did you know what you were getting into? I mean, like, did you, you watch no. Housewives? I mean, with, like, do you understand the full trajectory of what this oh, is? Oh, yeah. I watched before. So I'm, I'm, I'm originally a Georgia peach. I'm from Georgia. So I remember when Atlanta first came on, I was like, yes. It's like, this is a black cast. This is like, Atlanta black royalty. I wanted to see who was on the show. What, where were they going? What were they doing? What were they eating? Uh, what were they wearing? So yeah, I've been, I've watched since Atlanta. I loved Jersey. I loved Beverly Hills. I, I loved the, the franchises and what they represented, what they were able to do for women of, of all different walks of life, being able to come onto these platforms and hawk their products and make their dreams come true. Like, Bethany Frankel is like a fucking dream come true. She's like, you go from, you know, catering and making pastries for people and now you're a fucking millionaire. Like that's, that is the dream. So I knew what I was getting myself into from that perspective. However, you, you could have never told me that I would have gone through, you know, the things that I have gone through on this show, not even, you know, in seasons past, but even this season, it's already a shit show. Great. Really? How so? <laughs> I I I enjoy gainful employment. David. <laughs> okay, so you can't. That's all you get. You can't nope. like fault a girl for trying, Candace. <laughs> yeah, I, you know I I give you credit. That is your job. But that's yeah. Just know <laughs> that's it. Are you <laughs> shocked that Escala wow. is not there? Because people I'm were devastated. I'm devastated, completely, utterly devastated that for whatever reason, the the saints don't see it for Escala. I don't understand it because she gives culture. She gives fashion. She gives mouth. She gives spunk. She's, she gives beauty. She's beautiful. Like, what is there not to love? Like, we, we don't have a representation of Ethiopian American women on the show. You know, we've got Wendy and she gives us Nigerian American and we love that. But we do not celebrate diversity and color enough in these spaces. There are still only two iterations of women of color in these franchises. And then we have Dubai, which is coming in the summer, which is great. Um, and that is going to give us more color. But I'm, I'm just all about the diversity of it all. And I feel like Scala was diversity in a, in a way that was different from what we currently have on our show. And I'm sad that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't what, what the people were looking for. Okay. Because she, she was just on, I thought it was. 
On your podcast, though, what was her theory on why she wasn't asked back? Yeah, so she was on. So that's what we're doing. The pod featuring me and Leah, um, Leah Henry. And I mean, we didn't really talk about it on on our pod, but I talk to Othello all the time. And she's she is also at a loss. She's like, I really don't know. Like, I don't understand, you know, what I did or didn't do. And really, it's such a like I I didn't think it was as hard to get on the show. Okay, I thought, you know, you just walk in here and start talking shit and you get your on the show. I was wrong. Because it's, it's hard to get on Housewives. Yeah. It's hard to get on. And I, nobody, you know, I thought, they let my crazy ass out here. It must not be hard to get on. But it's hard to get on the show. So I, I don't know. We, we, we've talked about it at length. Like, I've talked about it with her, with her husband. Like, it's, it's unclear. It's unclear to us what hmm. the problem was. But she, you know, there, was, there were some leaks at, from, uh, from the are all cast event and you do see her there so she's around but officially i don't know what's happening was this a hard because you know like look at in the old days if you go back since you watched yeah. Housewives, in the old days yeah. whatever atlanta when the, when filming stopped filming started like a week or two later but okay. it's all different now we have like orange county which had a big break look what's going on yeah. with new york mm-hmm. you guys had um you guys had a break this time it was like a four month break we're during that break are you like when you're you know sitting around like Hey, Grand Dom, did you hear it today? Yo, Giselle, do you know, like, do you guys all, I mean, mm-hmm. like, what goes through your mind month after month, week after oh, week? Yeah. Um, well, we we take a break from each other. Uh, you know, it went once filming rap because we're all just, like, exhausted of one another. Uh, but, yeah, you check in with your girls. So I checked in with, you know, the the girls that I, that I'm, I'm cool with and that I'm good with, and we... Yeah, you know, at, at about the, like, two-month mark, I was like, what's going on? Like, what is this break? What are we doing? Um, but, you know, there a, a lot of it is scheduling and um, having the right people on our team. And a lot of them come from other shows and from other areas. And we have to wait for them to finish what they're doing, give them a break and allow them to come and onboard with us for the season. So that was what a lot of it was, because um, there were some shifts in other shows that caused us to have to shift. Okay, that makes sense, because it, it is, yeah. you know, yeah, when there's a hit show, usually you start, I think, because I think right. after, all right, after the whole Monique season, didn't you yeah. guys start filming, like, immediately? I think that was, yes, after five mm-hmm. Right, yeah, we, right. We started filming right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was no break. Yeah. Were you nervous that you weren't possibly going to come back? I never think I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm always like, "You are you sure? Like, are we are we doing this again?" I'm always. I don't take this platform for granted at all. I'm always. It's always a shock to me when you know it's time to start up again and they're like we want you we want you back um so yeah i'm i'm always ready to you know shift and go off and do other things if that's what is going to happen but i'm i'm still always happy so far to return so you know when and it was so funny because um there were so many just fortune tellers my god the clairvoyance of it all so many people who just 
they knew that Candace was fired and, you know, I was, the, the producers were sick of my antics and I was just the bane of, of all existence on Potomac. And, you know, I'm a troll. So I, I take great pleasure in playing with, with the Saints. And I remember tweeting, this was after we'd gotten our contract and I tweeted, when one door closes, another door opens. And uh, uproar, it was like I was trending and there was all yeah, this you talk are. and I was, I was sitting back just stroking my beard, evil villain laughing like, <laughs> got you, got you. So um, that was fun. So thank you all for that. Anyone who's watching, thank you for, for those pleasures. Um, yeah. So there was, okay, so that tweet, because David and I talked about that. We wanted to ask you about that. So there was nothing yeah. more behind that except for trolling people. There Because people read everything into that. They oh, my it. God. About yeah. your music career, about the mm -hmm. show, about your relationship with Chris. I mean, on and on and on. People yep. had so many theories. But really, nothing else was behind that except for you are the queen. I mean, you do love to troll, which we love to watch. I love to troll. It was, it's just so easy to, to get some of these people because you guys just you have nothing else to do not you guys but like yeah the people they have nothing else to do that like you hang on every word good bad or ugly you hang on to it so I was just like I have time today so let me just let me just play with the with the kids for a minute and it worked Oh, it did. It worked. I mean, listen, nothing else was trending. There was no, is Wendy coming back? Is Giselle coming? It was all just like you said, like troubled, you know, too far, you know, housewife from the East Coast. Yeah. Why do you think that narrative keeps coming up, though? Like that you, you know, everyone always says like you hit harder than anyone else. Like you, yeah. you know, why, why does, because, you know, you are aware of like all this. It was out there for a while, even yeah. before you tweeted that. Why yeah. does that always come up? Candace is problematic. She, she, she goes so much harder than the others. Where does this narrative come from? I don't know. I, you know, because like I said, I watched housewives before I became a housewife and I I saw the, the the vitriol and the you know the the tongue lashings and um and you know harsh harsher things have been said um and and more um more intense moments have come from other housewives so it just it it boggles me and boggles my mind that somehow I am just the the pariah. It's always, well, Candace's mouth is just, you know, I, part of me, I see like think pieces where people say, um, Candace is, she's, she's uh, uh, privileged and her, she comes from a wealthy family and she, you know, her, her, her parents were able to, you know, provide for her and buy her her first home or help her buy her first home. And, you know, her, she's, she's this privileged little girl and she's never had to struggle and people have a problem with that. So it's just every, whatever I say, it's like, if I, I've, there've been times where I've tweeted, oh, it's a beautiful day. No lie. And this responses are, fuck you, bitch. Like, I die. Like, it's like, what? Like, I'm talking about the sky. I'm talking about this, what are the clouds, the subcutaneous, whatever the clouds are called. I'm talking about the clouds in the sky. And you want me to die. It's you, just like. Oh, my God. I love I it. You win. always tweet 1111, which I love. I'm all about angel yes. numbers. And I'm sure yes. people are like, fuck you to that. Like, fuck your angel oh. numbers. They're probably like. People that 
yeah, people that don't understand it are like, why the fuck is she tweeting this every time? I don't get it. And then people that do understand what it's about. Because I, rem- I remember when I didn't always see 11 11. And then I remember during season five, I was going through a lot. And I that's when I started to see the number. And I've always known what it meant. And and I'm, I'm a very spiritual, very religious person. I believe in God. I believe that Jesus is my savior, honey. He say I came from Jesus, okay? So I'm, I'm very connected to my prayer life and my spiritual life. And so I take 11-11 to, to mean that it's a different way that God is speaking to me and telling me that everything is okay and that I'm on the right path and that I'm doing what I'm supposed to. I'm following the path that I was called to be on. And I like to share that with people because I, I like to, you know, as much as I can, give people some kind of hope and, and remind people that if I'm seeing this, then you can see it too. So, you know, for people to see that and take that and say, and make it something negative, like, you know, it's, it, it really just, I always say this, it exposes the, the, the bitterness in people. And it just, it's, it's a, it shines a light on um, how much you need prayer and I'm, and I'm a pray for you. Amen. I love that. That yeah, that all makes sense. Yeah. Why do you think it is though? Because like, look, some housewives they never get it. You know what I mean? Do you think it is like the privilege, or they think you know, like why? What is it about you? You know what I mean? Why aren't they coming just as hard for Karen? Or you know, I mean, they like you know what I'm saying? Like why yeah. you? I don't get it. I mean, is it because they think oh, mommy bought you a house or whatever? Is that what it is? You think? I think that's part of it. Yeah, I think that there is a. I had a really, a really wonderful person who's very famous, who is very kind to me and talked, and we, we have a lot of really great conversations who said to me that um, my audacity is what is so appalling to people. How dare you um, be successful? How dare you dream big enough to you know, create an album and go on tour and uh, and be and be smart and be well read and be be able to communicate well um, and come from a family that was able to provide for you. How dare you? You are you are far too audacious to have all these things and to also you know be be cute and and, yes. and articulate. It's all too much. Yep. How dare you? That's, they nailed that's it. What, I was going to say the same thing about you. Uh, the pe- the reason that people don't like you is because you're confident, you're ta- you you almost have too many talents. You know, too many talents, too many good looks. And uh, no, I mean people that don't have anything going for them, I don't care. The fucking trolls out there that write to you and Chris all the time. I mean, people are yeah. miserable. They're at home, they yeah. don't see a path for themselves, yeah. and they see you having all these things going on and there's a confidence about you that you exude. Mm-hmm. And it's okay, look, I'm not putting myself on your level but I'll say I I am that person too like yes no it's so weird and David too like people join me come on will come for me I I will never be that person crying in the corner it's not me it's like I started a podcast now it's extremely successful yeah that's how it works period there's there's no ego I work my ass till my fingers I go to bed every night it's it's people when you have confidence Look at this. What's this, this? Is a cane. What's the cane? This is a cane. You know why? I have a cane because when I was rehearsing for my tour for Femme It Forward, I sprained my knee. This is Bar- my sister named her. Her name. This is Barbara. Barbara the cane. 
I have to use this cane to get him down the stairs now because my knee is fucked up. So like, shit ain't real. Shit ain't perfect over here. I'm hobbling around, getting MRIs, doing physical therapy. I work my ass off. You, David, you work your ass off. Sarah, you work your ass off. This is not, nobody handed us shit. I know. And it looks easy. And David, you say you don't cry. You're not crying. about. I cry. I cry in the car. I cry in the tub. I cry in the shower. I cry in the closet. Me and Barbara cry together. Like, this shit is hard. It's not, it's, it's nothing has been easy about anything that I do. It's like, you've seen that video of Beyonce where she's like in the camera and she's like, why did God give me this life? And it's like, girl, shut up. But really, it's like, why did God give me these talents? Why was I called to do this and be this person? But it's almost like if if I don't follow what I'm called to do, then then I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. Then then I failed. So I have to do what I'm what I'm called to do. And it looks easy and it looks like I'm confident all the time. And I am a lot of the time, but it's hard. And I have a lot of moments where I'm not confident and I'm crying and I'm hobbling to the bathroom because my knee is swollen and my bunion hurts. Okay. This shit is not easy. Yeah. I mean, look, you got a lot going on. Your mom, the relationship with your mom, you know, is runs hot and cold. I mean, Chris, you guys yeah. have your bonus family, which is a lot to balance. I mean, yeah. we all have stuff, you know, and it's yeah. and marriage it's, as a whole. Okay. Marriage is the wild west. Yes. Okay. So there's that. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's crazy out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. Living it with is. men. Men are crazy. Y'all are. Oh, men are crazy. Uh, men well, listen, are, uh, I am single, so I can't chime in and tell you anything about a marriage. So, but I don't think marriage is easy. I mean, I can tell you that. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it is, but it's not. It is. When you're with the right person, it, it falls into place. But listen. It's work. Chris has died. Chris has almost died many times. Because I'd be like, ah, pick up your socks. <laughs> I know that you, uh, listen, and I do not want you to, to lose your job, of course, but, so I don't want any spoilers from season seven, but there is this thing I was telling Sarah early and Sarah was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see this, that, you know, on Twitter, you and Miss Karen Huger recently, Karen used a microphone emoji and, you know, she said the best way to get a read on someone is to host a party, give them bubbly and a microphone. Everyone thought that that was you. I think you then responded and you said something like projection is a disease you guys went back and forth. I got a little confused about stuff. Karen Huger started talking about fence humping, and then you started talking about hit dog hollerism. So, first of all, are you feuding with the Grand Dame? What? Because that's what the world now thinks from these series of tweets that are going back and forth. David, I always come in peace. You, listen, you stick up for yourself, right? Well, yes, that is true, too. But I always come in peace. I'm, I always, I may have questions, but I always come in peace. Well, can you help me? Because last season we had to learn, like, what Sing Sing was and, like, we got some clarity on hot boxes. What <laughs> is hit dog hollerism? I can't even say the word. Hit dog hollerism. It's, um, well, I made it up. But okay. you've heard the, you've heard the, the term, a hit dog will holler. 
essentially meaning that, you know, if if you are the guilty party, you're going to be the first one to, to speak up and, and have something to say. Therefore, the hit dog is hollering, hit dog hollering-ism. I almost, I should have called it hit dog hollering-itis because it's, it's a, it's like a sickness, like, <laughs> like I'm ill with hit dog hollering-itis, cough, cough, or woof, as I said. I was like, I, I am getting confused just by, you know, by going back yeah. and forth reading these tweets. And fence humping, which I've never heard the word <laughs> fence humping before. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's a projection. Well, now I know. Yeah. Sarah, do you have something to yeah, say? Yeah, I do. I was just, I didn't want to talk over you, but. No, okay. go ahead. Well, no, I'm curious because, so who are you cool with? Because, I, you know, I want, not that your feelings get hurt, but, you know, I, I, my feelings were yeah. hurt for you um, earlier this. You know, we saw Ashley and Karen and Giselle and Robin, they all got together for lunch at Fig and Olive in yeah. D.C. And their little dances uh-huh. kind of went viral and all the blogs picked yeah. them up. And I was like, well, okay, I know you and Ashley aren't cool, but I was like, well. Where's Candace's invite? I don't, so yeah. who are you good? And now we kind of get the sense you're feuding with Karen. So who are you? Do you have any friends this season? Who are you good with? Yes, I have friends. I, I have a, I actually have a lot of friends. Okay. It's a, it's a merry-go-round, you know, it's, and it's not, you know, it's, it's a merry-go-round for everybody. I'll say that. So there's a, there's a lot of shifting like even from like day to day there's a lot of shifting that takes place mm. do you think people are shocked you know like i've talked to like when i've had giselle here i've talked to her before about this like you know potomac in the beginning was kind of like a slow burn you know like yeah. we had beverly hills and we had new york right. and atlanta but yeah. you know do you think people now realize it like guys this is like the real deal like this is yeah one of the higher rated franchises yeah. like this is i think people finally get that right yeah, Potomac is is definitely a part of the conversation. Um, I think I've always said that I felt like Potomac had an unfair advantage from the beginning because we were the only franchise whose city slash state was not easily recognizable, right? Like everybody knows where New Jersey is. We all know where Atlanta is. We all know where Beverly Hills is. Uh, even Orange County was, you know, maybe not so much, but that was the first. So they had time to to build. But I feel like Potomac was like, where is Potomac? People were mispronouncing it. So we we had that going against us in addition to being a newer show, um, being, you know, the second, you know, black cast, the second cast of, of women of color. They're constantly comparing us to Atlanta. And there really is no comparison because, you know, Atlanta walked so that we could run. I always say that. Um, they have been very supportive of us and we are very supportive of them. So yeah, we had, we had some, some, some things going against us, but I think that as a, as a cast, most of us have done a, an excellent job of, you know, keeping it real, being honest and, and, you know, getting us to a place where now we can say we are, you know, one of the more sought after shows. Oh, my God. I mean, to have Nicki Minaj at your union. Yeah. I mean, I think you guys are top three now. I, I can't even. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Beverly Hills is like, I mean, I yeah. know it is. It's like a whole nother level. But right. I mean, you guys, you know, I mean, we all know New York. It's it's a mess. You know, I know they're trying yeah, to do the best they can to spin it 
some other right. way. OC's now right. a mess, you know? Yeah. Um, Dallas was canceled. Um, oh, yeah. And then, you know, I mean, Salt Lake, okay. Salt Lake, to me, is my new big fave, too. Salt Lake is coming. Salt Lake is doing some things. They're, they're, they're shaking and stirring. I I like Salt Lake. I like what Mary, I bring Mary back. Justice for Mary. You know, if you add, this is my Mary wig. I, Mary was such a great housewife. It's, she, I think she gave everything that you would want in a housewife. Yes, I just she's so quirky. She's she's just weird and just like just lovable and just strange and lovable in the best way. I hate that she's seemingly not there. Well, didn't she you want quit? her back? I want her back. Yeah, I thought she quit. Didn't she quit? Okay, y'all. Quick pause to thank our sponsors. I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah! That was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? 
Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Let me just tell you, we have some amazing sponsors this week. I am super excited to introduce some new ones to you, including StoryWorthy, which is so exciting for Mother's Day. Okay, StoryWorthy is an online service that helps you and your loved ones connect through sharing stories and memories and preserves them for you. So think about this. This is what the this is what StoryWorthy does. It emails your mom a thought-provoking question of your choice from a vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks a question like that you've never thought to ask ask your mom before right like I you know I wanted to know like who you know if my mom like was ever in love with someone before my dad like I wanted to know more stories about my dad you know my dad passed away so like what was their first year of marriage like and she described it and wrote it to me I love story worthy you guys I you know you know my mom and I are BFFs so this was so unbelievable I really enjoyed you know reading like I said the answers that my mom responded to the questions um you know I get to discover new things about her all the time. And then after one year, StoryWorthy compiles all those questions and stories, including photos into a beautiful keepsake keepsake book that the whole family can share um, and keep for those generations to come, which is amazing because we're all super busy. It's so hard to put together the memories. So give all the moms in your life this meaningful gift that you'll both cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, for a limited time, you'll get $10 off your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash TSF. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash T-S-F-S to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash T-S-F-S. Nutrafol. Nutrafol. I love me some Nutrafol. Um, guys, you know, I've talked about my journey with my hair. My hair um, does not grow or has not grown essentially since I've had KJ. So Nutrafol is a supplement that you can take that can actually help with hair growth. My hair has grown thicker. It has not grown longer. 80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair, yet it's still not openly talked about. Not until now. We're talking about it more thanks to Nutrafol. Did you know that there are multiple cases of thinning hair? Nutrafol is the hair growth supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle factors that probably are impacting your thinning hair. The best part too is Nutrafol has combos for men and for women. So when you go to their website, my code is good for both. You can pick if you're a woman, if you're a man, what kind of hair um, you have, and then get your tailored, number one, dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, which is Nutrafol. So grow thicker, healthier hair right now and support the Sarah Fraser Show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code TSFS to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available in the U.S. for customers for a very limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Another brand new sponsor to welcome to the show, Calm. 
Calm. Guys, have you heard of Calm? Love Calm app. Uh, you can download Calm app and start relaxing ASAP. I have been a longtime proponent of meditation, and with Calm, now I can do my daily meditations, which I love. I can choose from relaxing ones. Um, if there's something going on in your life, you want more energy, you want to bring serenity to your life, well, you can customize it. Try something new, um, and trying something new can be intimidating. Meditation might be something that you've been hearing about, but you're not quite sure. Well, Calm helps you feel more at ease from the moment you start. Find somewhere that's comfortable and familiar to you, like your couch your sofa, uh, your bed, anywhere, an office space, and just get into it and get relaxed. Reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations, improve focus and curated music tracks, and rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories. If you go to calm.com slash TSFS, you'll get a special offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription, a Calm premium subscription, I should say. And new content added every single week. I love this. Calm is ready to help you stress less, sleep more, and live a happier life. So for Sarah Fraser Show listeners only, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off at Calm Premium Subscription. Just go to calm, C-A-L-M dot com slash T-S-F-S for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm, C-A-L-M dot com slash T-S-F-S. I thought that she quit, but then I thought that... I mean, she didn't go to the reunion, so I guess... Right. You can't really... You know, even after she didn't go to the reunion, for me, that was not the final nail in the coffin for me. I felt like she could have come back from that because the reason she didn't come is because they were, you know, bullying her to no end. So I understood why she felt like she didn't want to be there. And I think that if she had had the right conversations, you know, they would have let her come back in and film for the next season. But you think I do, I do. And then I heard that, you know, she was supposed to be having a conversation with Andy. I don't know, you know, if that happened or how that went, but I just, I don't see how this show, like Mary was just, she was the, she was like the, that the center, the centerpiece. Oh, I have a whole theory. I have a whole theory. I think. (laughs) I do. I've said it on this this podcast. Look, I think think Mary added a lot. I will give you that. Yeah. But I think Mary saw the writing on the wall between what's happened with Erica and what's happened with Jen. And I I have absolutely Mm -hmm. no basis of this except for Mm -hmm. the clips. I think there were some shady things going on with that church. And she was smart enough to know if I stay on this show long enough. I'll be next. They're going to come for me. Yeah. And I think she wants nothing to do with it. She's out. I don't think, I think she wasn't going to answer any further questions. And the only (laughs) part I don't like is I just, you're a spiritual woman. One of the things that drives me nuts are some of these female pastors, male, I'm a Catholic. The Catholic church has done it. I hate when they prey on people when it comes to God and money and, and this thing of like, you better tithe or else, you know, you're going to hell. Yeah. I, did not like the way that it was like, well, you guys didn't send me birthday cards. And again, I know editing, yeah. but yeah. that part of her, I didn't like. Cause I thought, yeah, mm, what this she is unsavory. Yeah. 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 But that's yeah. why, well, like when they say, you know, like Mary did this, Mary did that. Yeah. I related saying to you, like the people are saying to you, like Candace cuts harder or hits harder than anyone else. Yeah. 
so what? Like, isn't that like saying you actually understand the assignment and you're doing your job extremely well? Yeah. I mean, yes and no. I think that, yeah, there are, there are parts of the, the reality TV space that, you know, can feel bombastic and can feel, you know, just overblown. Um, but it, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's clear that it's an, it's an exaggeration of real life. Like in real life, I'm not going to lunch with my friends and like getting into a screaming match, like at the table. I'm not doing that. Like I was not raised to be fussing at the table, but clearly there are cameras here. So we're going to be naturally having an argument at a restaurant. So I think, you know, for me, at least I can speak for myself when I say I, when I am screaming or yelling or fighting back at someone that I'm, I'm really in those emotions. Um, but in my real life, I don't, I don't allow myself to be in situations where I have to be yelling at people. But, you know, in this world, I'm put in situations where I'm forced to respond to, you know, whatever the shenanigans are. For Mary, I feel like, you know, I would like to believe that some of that is just the edit, that it's not quite that, you know, exaggerated. However, I will say as someone who comes from, you know, a, the Southern Baptist church world, and I'm, I'm, I'm very familiar with the black church as a whole. Um, yeah, we, there is a, a tithing element and there is, there is sometimes guilt associated with not tithing enough or, um, you know, having your, your ducks in a row as it relates to your contributions to the church. So some of that is, is real, but it, it's obviously made to look, you know, more intense than maybe it is. Yeah, I'll be curious to see, like, over the next year, because, I, I mean, man, being on that show is like, I don't know, you're a hot button for your finances, too. I mean, and, and yeah. you know, obviously Tom Girardi, that whole thing is just, but it's crazy. Oh. I know. Crazy. I can't. Oh, God. And Erica. Erica. I know. Sorry, I love Erica. I love her. And you all can, you all can castrate me for it. I don't care. Um are you kidding? She, I'm with I like, you. I'm team Erica. I love her. I, I even love her now, even though she like basically spits in the victims' faces, which is terrible. I mean, it's like, it, I mean yeah, it's it's not it's 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 cringy to, yeah. to to look at, and you you can't defend that. But what, what I love is that she's she's like me in that she she stands in the face of whatever the adversity is. Like she's she's leaning into it heavy. And I think, you know, everybody was coming at her last year and calling her a monster and saying that she needs to just give everything back and, you know, live in a tent and not have anything. And she's horrible and whatever. And this season, she's, she's like leaning into this villain role, if you will. And I'm like, yes, girl, lean in. Like, they want you to be this. Give them what the fuck they want. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be behind you snapping because it's poetry. It's poetic. Did you see the trailer? It's like, it's going to be... Yes. Oh God, the what, like her doing the well. If Erica is this, then I was like, yes, girl. She's just, and that's I really believe that that is who she is. Erica is not putting on an air for any of you hoes. Okay, Erica is keeping it one thousand and one. 
And I just, I love, I love that about her, that she's, she's her all day and that she's leaning into this, this villain space. Yeah. I, I would think she's authentically being herself. Yeah. What do you think? This is nothing, no spoilers, but what do you think about all this stuff that, you know, here we go. It's a new season of Potomac. We have to have the usual Michael Darby cheating rumors. Those are now out there again. We have new pictures and all this other stuff happens every season. Every season. So, I mean, that's not a spoiler. That's just like, we all see it online. Like what, what do you think about this? And why do these keep coming up? Um, I am so bored. <laughs> I just, at this point, it's like, this is, this is an arrangement between them and they're, they're both okay in their chaos. That's how I feel. Cause like how many times can a man embarrass you and shame you down to your draws girl and you're going to defend it. It's like at this point, just tell us that you guys are in an arranged situation. It's, it's an open marriage, whatever it is. So we can stop like being appalled at these things that, you all are okay with. They're both clearly okay with where they are. So you think it? Do you I'm think bored. it's really an arrangement? <laughs> I mean, I know you guys. There's no love loss between the two of you, but do you really think it's an arrangement? See, I, I actually think they do love each other. I do agree with you because she's been open. They used to have threesomes together. Yeah, you know, so right. that's that's not a secret to anybody. Yeah, um, yeah. But I do feel like they love each other, and you know. I don't know. Maybe they, what do you think? You, do you think it is, do you think there's love there? Or you think it's more of an arrangement? I think that at one, maybe in the very beginning when, you know, Ashley was a young cherub, a young impressionable cherub and Michael is, you know, fresh off a divorce and he's looking for a PYT. Maybe there was some love there. Um, I think that now they're just, they're just in it to, you know, keep keep up whatever the the arrangement is. I really think that they it's an open marriage and they are they're content in the open marriage of it all. I think Ashley really wanted to be a mom and that was really important to her. And she 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 did it the right way. She set herself up to where, you know, if she, when she does want to go or if he does want to go, she's got um her two kids and she's put in enough time that she can you know be entitled to some sort of payout and i i think that is wonderful like i wish i missed the class on how to go out here and get a sugar daddy me too sweetheart me too me too yeah absolutely but that's also not my the lord did not give me a sugar daddy because i have a smart mouth and I'm going to cuss you out. Like, you're not going to tell me where I can go to get my nails done and how much I can. I can't live on the allowance that you give me. Like, I need to have my own money. I need to be able to move and shake as I please. And you do your thing and I do my thing. Like, I'm, I'm not cut out to be a sugar baby or to be in a, in a marriage where I'm with a much older man who's got all the purse strings. That's, that's not my ministry because I cuss. Okay, so wait, give us an update then. Is it safe to say, are you and Ashley friendly at all this season? Like, as, are you guys, where are you at? We, we're in an interesting place. Mm. 
yeah, it's, it's an interesting place. That's what I would say. Do okay. you think, cause you say it's like an, you know, it's an arrangement or whatever. And then all this stuff comes out about Michael. Do you think, you know, Ashley is out there doing her own thing? I hope she is. I think that that would be great for her. I think that Ashley is that much better than Michael. And I think that she deserves better than Michael. And I say this as someone who has been burned by her and we have had many a brawl, verbal brawl. But I've always believed from the moment that I met her and him that she's better than him and that she deserves better than him. So I hope she is out here in these streets. Go ahead, girl. What about speaking about your castmates? What about Giselle, you know, and the pastor? And like, I mean, there is this narrative people are always saying, like, where are all these other men that Giselle, I mean, we don't see the pasture. We don't see any of these other guys. You have to show, you know, whatever's going on with Chris, like everyone has to show like their, what their relationship troubles, <laughs> where are, and I'm not coming for you, Giselle, but like, where are the people on the street say, why doesn't Giselle ever need to show all of her relationships and men and why? Well, I, these, these are questions that need answers. You know, it's why, why is Giselle allowed to because she has her roller skates on and she just breezes through like like this just like sliding through and yeah it's it's a it's an interesting question that I don't have I don't know I don't have the answer to it because I mean how long can you use your daughters for your personal storyline you know they they have to go off and live their own lives at some point. And then what do you have? Like your wig? You talk to your wig head? This is boring. No, oh, ma'am. So I I don't know. That's a good question. Because the, the street talk and the streets have seen her in the streets with men. Um, so she's dating, I think, or doing something. Um, but no, she does not um talk about these things and she's she's able to shut them down and you know there's no prodding there's no extra work that has to go into digging into into her life it's like a a protection of sorts that's what people say what about well i was going to say also what about when people say you know there's not really this many housewives there's minus one because robin is not necessarily again this isn't coming from me this is coming from the streets robin you know is just an extension of giselle and she's not really her own individual on the show that is said no i'm not saying it what do you, it how do you feel about that said. it is said um i love robin i love robin the most like she's probably my favorite person of all of these girls um and I think that her role in our friend group is really important because she is, she's probably one of the most authentic, one of the most calm authentic people, because I'm authentic, but I'll cuss you out. Robin is very authentic and placid. Like she's so calm and she's able to, you know, just like broker peace in a way that no one else really in our group of girlfriends can do. So yeah, she, you know, she has her Giselle safety net 
her blank, her security blanket. But um, like we need Robin. Like Robin needs to be around because she's she's an important friend for all of us. That's that's a good perspective because I feel like we don't hear that. You know, you to David's point, I feel like unfortunately yeah. for Robin, like she gets a lot of it too of people like, why is she here? You know, we're tired of seeing Robin yeah. or whatever. And you know, I mean, her relationship with Juan, it it seems like it moves forward, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know any wedding planning that you hear about. Like, do we think we're going to really get a wedding? I want Robin to get married so bad. Like, I'm ready for Robin to... to get. I like. I already have my role. I'm ready to, you know, I'll carry a flower. I will sing a song. You need to serve a drink. I will do whatever you need me to do for this wedding. Like, yes, I'm ready for her to get married. I don't know, like, what her plans are. But I hope that her and Juan do. Like, she deserves to have, you know, whatever kind of celebration of their reignited love that they want. So they, they should have that. Oh, I'm hoping we see a wedding. I'm like, I would love yeah. to see them get a married. A wedding would be amazing. Yes. The last wedding was mine. So yes, let's do another wedding. I know. We need another wedding yes. and we need the bachelor it's party fine. of like Michael Darby yes. trying to make out with want. You know, I mean, it just. Oh, I'm them. throwing up. Yes. That would be great. Like, yes. Send them somewhere. I know. Yes, send them like let them the mountains. Have a hurrah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. yes. That would be Michael's dream come true. Yes. <laughs> If they were going to, you know, like eventually we all know that Housewives is like Game of Thrones and it eventually casts get shaken up. Yeah. If, you know, who do you think should be the first to go? If the producers, after season seven, if we were going to get rid of one housewife, who do you think it should be? Oh, oh my God. I don't answer this question because I'm not trying to get cussed out. Um, who should go? Um... I don't know. I I feel like the person that should go is the person that is that has the least going on and is the least um, contributes the least. Like you, if you're coming in here and we don't, we're, we're not learning anything new about you. And you know, maybe you're good at like stirring up the pot, but who are you? Oh. Like what we don't. What is your purpose? So you should go. Whoever that person is. Am I being extra shady today? <laughs> what the hell, David? <laughs> I'm gonna check myself. Like God, I'm are you? Are you no, being extra shady? I don't think so. Well, that but... just made me think. I'm like, I don't know. I kind of liked. I mean, Miss Osefo has really taken a. You know, I mean, my lord, she was like a professional. You know, I mean, she was a professor, and now we've gone down to yeah. candle making, and you know, a whole new yeah. body. Now, do I want that body? 100. percent ah! But it's like a whole. It's a totally different woman, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I. This is what I will say. I think that one of the beauties about these shows is that they you especially our show to the the fact that black women are not monolithic we are not one thing we don't just operate in this one role of professor and mom and whatever and i think it's 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 beautiful that we are getting to see like a blossoming of wendy because she did she did come in pregnant or just having given birth yeah i, I remember when um I remember seeing her when she was pregnant and she was about to birth and then she gave birth 
And, you know, you know this, Sarah, you give birth and you're, you know, you're, oh. there's a lot of shifting that goes on in your mind and your body with your hormones. So like you're, you're kind of trying to figure out, you know, how to pivot and how to get yourself back or how to, you know, grow new parts, if you will. Um, and I think that we, we met her in an awkward space and now she's like in her, she settled into who she is and who she's going to be going forward so yeah like yes she's a professor she's a commentator she's a candle bitch and now she's a she's doing a lot of stuff this season she's doing a lot oh she's doing everything. it's good okay well then we're keeping wendy all right oh my god I yeah don't know. and now see now right. i'm team keeping robin because now you've convinced me with team, robin yes Gotta keep Robin, gotta keep Wendy. I mean, I yes. I always have a theory. I think Ashley is very happy as a mom. I, I think Ashley will be yeah. the, and I don't I don't know that it's fired so much as she just wants to leave. I, I don't know. I think they could take it yeah. or leave it. I could see Ashley at some point saying, I'm good on this because you can just kind of feel it. Like even just like from from season six, like it was like, I'm here because, you know. I'm doing my thing, but do I really want to be here? I don't know. Yeah. So, but I don't, I don't see that. That would be her decision. I, I don't see, right. you know, the show saying sayonara to her. I agree. I could yeah. see her saying it's time. Yeah. But what's she going to do though? Cause I'm like, do you got a job? Do you have a discernible skill set that we could, what you going to do? You going to go to work? What you going to do? I mean, I guess she's going to, you know, live off of the alimony, but like, that's a scary thing. Like I like what just happened with Je- uh, what's his name Jesse Williams from Grey's, formerly of Grey's Anatomy. Like he was with his wife, and then he found somebody cuter, and he left his wife and their two children, and he was paying his ex-wife like forty thousand dollars a month in child support, and then I guess he quit Grey's, and he went back to the court and petitioned for lower child support, and now he's paying like four thousand dollars. If I'm his ex-wife mm. and I'm like counting on, you know, Jesse's got this Grey's Anatomy job where he's making a million dollars an episode and then he, you know, he quits and now he has nothing. Like, what am I going to do? I don't I would never want to be in a situation where I'm depending on a man to take care of me because anything can happen. Yeah. And people the moral of the story is you never leave Grey's Anatomy. Remember TR Knight in season one? What yes. is going through? Ellen Pompeo makes $20 million, and yes, she's the title character, but like, why would anyone ever, ever. choose to leave Grey's Anatomy? Ever. What is Hold wrong on with you? for dear life, okay? Yes! Uh, hold on, it's let's still, get away. It's a great show still. I can't. After, after they took McDreamy, I said, Shonda, you did me wrong. I gotta go. And I left. I never looked back. She <laughs> took McDreamy from me. McDreamy. Goodbye. It's not as good as it used to be. See, thank you. And no shade to the show because, you know, Shonda is a beast. Yeah, Bridgerton she's... is my jam. I love Shonda. Um, what's Scandal. The one on Scandal was Scandal. the best show that was ever existed in I the history of Scandal TV. I love Scandal to that. I still, fun fact, I still have not watched the finale because I refuse. I haven't watched over. the finale either. I swear to God. That's the I I watched up to the finale. I still have not. I was like, I'm I don't want it's, to watch this now. It's not yep. over for me. And it's never been over because I never saw it. And then I love to hate how Carrie and, you know, the whole cast, they still are friends and they post and they like, they get together and they do like scandal parties. And I'm like, go to hell. Like, stop teasing me. If you're not going to get back together. 
But I love it because it's like, oh, it's like memories to see them all together. So it's great. Why do you think, like, so you, you talk about Nicki Minaj, she unfollowed you now, but even at the reunion, I mean, first she, you know, gave you some side eye about some of your statistics you were quoting about your music. But, yeah. you know, listen, when a housewife comes out with music, we automatically think one thing. Now, yeah, Nikki asked everyone, like, you know, are you shocked at the, your music is actual real music? I try to tell people like this is Thank not you. a housewife so good. song. We've talked about Thank this here. It's real music. So Nikki asked everyone, she's like, that's not the question I'm asking you. Are you shocked that this is actually good? But, you know, do you fear that? Like that people aren't out there checking it out, that people are just like, is this, you know, housewife this song and housewife that song? Do you know what I'm saying? Um, like so you being lumped into that, oh, it's a housewife with oh, a song. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I don't worry about it, but I think about it. Like, well, I just will say this. I don't think about it as much anymore. I think when I first started thinking about doing music on the show, my immediate thought was, okay, how do I, how do I move into a space where I'm taken seriously as a musician, as an artist and not seen as just like a, you know, another housewife doing a song. But I feel like at this point, you know, I, my album has been out since September. I have now well over 2 million streams. I have gone on tour and opened for SWV, Maya, Faith Evans, 702. Oh my God, um, huge. I'm, I'm getting ready for another tour that people don't know about yet. Um, I'm, you know, I'm getting ready to re-release a deluxe version of my album with new music, with new features, um, getting ready to release a new single with a new visual. Like, I feel like people are starting to understand that this is not just a hobby. Like, I'm bored and I don't have anything else to do, so I'm going to make a song. This is my career and it's very serious to me and it's, it's my current baby until I have a human baby. Um, and and I'm, I'm excited about it. And it, it means a lot to me that, um, that I do it right and that I be respected by the music industry. It's so good. It's, you know, you've differentiated yourself because you're not campy. And, you know, I love mm. Luann's, you know, I love all her. Yeah. I mean, it's hysterical, you know. Um, yeah. But <laughs> money can't buy you class. I mean, you know, and it's expensive money to be. Me. Yes. Oh my God. Now, expensive to be me is a bop, okay? Dude. That song, that one is Erica. Erica has good music. And I will, and Erica is. I would say that she, like, Erica is an artist. Like, she, I mean, she's obviously distracted now because she's got a lot going on. But, like, Erica was rehearsing. She was doing tours. She was, she had the glam team. And she right. she was a moment. Like, and she's been very supportive of me and, like, giving me advice. And, been, you know, she's been really, like, really bomb. And she didn't have to be, like, supportive of me. So, and I, I'm not saying that she's good because she was supportive. I I respected Erica and I thought that her music was boppy well before she knew who I was. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah, and, and it's no, you know, no shade to them at all. But yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, everybody's not going to be good at everything. And like, it, it takes a lot of guts to be, you know, to, you know, for 
for Nini and like Melissa Gorga to, to create singles and put them out and promote them. It's a lot. It's a lot of work and it's a, you know, you're being criticized and critiqued. It's a lot, but it's a club and that's not the club that I want to be in. Yeah. What advice did Erica give you? She just reached out to you when she saw you were doing music. Yeah, she, um, well, she, she was just, she praised my, my, my singles and she praised my album and she was just like, there are no limits. Like whatever you want to do, you can do it. And don't take no for an answer. I love yeah. that. Listen, I yeah. saw the Pretty Mass tour. I was in the audience. And I mean, yeah. the, it was, I mean, as especially as a gay man, because it was mostly, yeah. gay, I mean, I was like, yeah. I died and gone to heaven. Like, I'm she's literally an heaven. Excellent. She's, a, she's an excellent entertainer. Like, okay, well, you then have to I'll give check... her her flowers. Okay, I'll check myself. Then apparently she's way better than <laughs> Oh, it was, oh, you know, I mean, the Countess, I love Luann. I mean, I would see the cabaret, yes. but I mean, Luann speaks through the music, basically, you know, I yes. mean, and then they yes. just add some auto tune, you know, so it's, it's yeah. very different than what you do. But yeah. to your point, okay, but okay, you're friends with Erica. I mean, and, and look, I know you personally, I mean, you've put so much time and money. I don't think people realize how much you have to invest of your own money. And unfortunately, I mean, that's what we saw with Erica. She may not have known anything about how yeah. the money was coming. But right. I mean, like, how is that going for you? Are you guys investing everything you make from from Housewives back into your career? No, not everything. Um, well, I, I am I'm an independent artist, but I am signed. And my my label Monarch, uh, Monarch Nashville, it has been incredible. They're very supportive. They have given me a few advances. Great. So I'm able to, you know, tour and pay my dancers and pay my band and um, um, record more music and just, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm very frugal. I'm a very frugal bitch. If it's more than $5, don't ask me. I'm not buying it. Okay. Um, and even with my music, which is, like I said, it's like my baby, I'm still very smart about what we're spending and how we're spending it. And my team understands that. So my team is very good about, you know, how can we, you know, find a loophole to make this work without spending 5000 here or 2000 there. So, no, I'm, you know, the mon money is good. We are doing well over here. We are, what did Karen say? We are debt-free and loaded, honey. We're doing, we're doing very well. <laughs> if you could do a duet with anyone, like, in the world, who would it be? So... I would love to collab with Doja Cat. Um, oh. I love Lil Nas X. I think he's the cutest thing ever. Uh -huh. um, I, I, I mean, this is going to be controversial, but I love Cardi. I think Cardi is just, I love her because we have similar trajectories and she's someone to study. If you are looking to like get into music and you want to, use the reality TV space to like jumpstart that. She's a great example of that. The way that she went from love and hip hop, she, she made a mark and then she left and now she's Cardi B. And um, I, I think she's a genuine person. Um, she's really funny. And I, I would love to collab with her. Um, yeah, those are just a few. Those, those are just like, at the top. Oh my like god, that. you and Doja would be list. amazing. And little Nas X. I feel like he could he could jump in too. I love him. 
<laughs> Why not? Why? I went to his party with the, at the Grammys. We, after the Grammys, he had a uh, an after party. And we were at his party and he's like crowd surfing and like swinging around the stripper pole. And yeah. Uh, That's a good one. Awesome. That's yeah. a good one. If you had, or if you could, or you had to do a duet with a housewife, we have Luann sings, Kim Zolciak. We even have your castmate, Ashley Darby, Coffee and Love is a song. Gone with the Wind Fabulous, Kenya Moore. Which housewife would you like to do a duet with Candace? Um, well, I, there are two. And it's, it's not Ashley. Um, Candy, obviously. Oh, um, yes. Candy. Yeah, she's obviously she's a a Jane of all trades, as I like to say. She's a, a great songwriter. She's a great singer. She's just a just an all around creative person. I would love to do a song with her, whether we're writing together or singing or both. And I would love to do something with Erica, like like because I'm R and B at my core, but I love pop i love rock i love mixing genres and you know drive back is an urban pop song my next single is more of an urban pop song as well um so i, I think it would be really like dope to do something with with some with the likes of erica jane who's oh. got that that pop vibe going and even candy like a candy erica candace moment because candy is very versatile like she can she's She's R&B at her core as well, but she's, you know, ventured out into every space. She's written for Ed Sheeran. She's written for Destiny's Child, TLC. Like she's- In sync she back can do, in the day. I mean- In sync. I, yeah, she she can do it all. So that would be super dope. Like if Candy oh. and I wrote something and me and Erica and Candy performed, that would be so cool. I would be able to that. Oh my God. Right, like you forget about, I think a lot of people forget how many songs Candy actually wrote. Oh my God. Wrote. I mean, you talk about ka-ching, ka-ching. That's when it starts. Yes. Go. Yes. And that's why she is, you know, she's really establishing herself as like a conglomerate of everything. She's now a television producer. Like, well, she was before, but like now you are solidly like sitting in TV production with the old lady gang show. Like she's just, she's an actor. She sings. She's mass singer. She's hosting Ellen, like, bitch, that she is just, She's amazing, she's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Candy's Did you reach out to her for any advice when you were starting your music career, just since she's a housewife? Um, or... Yeah, I did. We've, we've met, we met up before, we've had dinner together. Um, she's, again, she's someone else that's just, like, very, like, chill, but very supportive. Like, when, when Deep Space first came out, she was reposting it and she was very congratulatory. Um, I invited her to my album release, but they were out of town for something, but she, she wanted to come. So she's just been like very supportive from afar. Like just because she doesn't have to say anything. Like her platform is so big and she's so busy. She does not have to say anything about my, my project. So the fact that she even, you know, shared it and congratulated me in part, like personally is, is huge for me. Cause you know, I grew up listening to escape and listening to the music that she had a hand in writing and the songs that she wrote. So. Oh yeah. She's unbelievable. You, you said that your music is your baby for now until you have a real baby. Another yes. real baby. So uh-huh. any, 
anything you want to share with us here today? I mean, you and Sarah go way back. Anything you want to tell? Yeah. Well, I did text her. Actually, I have to go soon because I have to go stab myself with uh, IVF shots. So I'm I'm currently doing um, IVF to uh, to bank or to freeze um, embryos. Um, I am planning my life and I it's something that I'm excited to be able to share and to talk about because. I feel like IVF is not something that is talked about enough and women are not exposed to that option of family planning enough. I know so many women who were not made privy to, you know, this, this miracle until a lot later in life. And then it's harder to get enough eggs to be able to, you know, have a family and to have children. So I'm 35 and I'm right at that age where it starts to, you know, teeter on what's called a geriatric pregnancy oh, or an I had older one. egg. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. aware. <laughs> and yes. Yeah. And you know, I know. like I, I have always, you know, we've talked and I've been always been very a cheerleader for you and your your journey to, to have your to have little KJ. Like it's just like it's it's a it's something that I'm like I would I would be private about but I feel so inclined and so like like I have to talk about it because I I would have done it sooner if someone had explained it to me sooner and and you know I'm now in a place where I'm almost ready to have kids um like we may start trying at the end of the year but you know maybe not I'm still figuring that out and I want to have the option of the insurance yes. of knowing that I have eggs that are viable and young enough that I can go in and implant whenever I am ready to to start my family. It's and so, yeah. It's so hard. I mean, people, you know, I had that molar pregnancy miscarriage before I had yeah. KJ yep. and like a gestational cancer. Yep. Like yep. I I never even knew that that could happen. You know, I mean, so many things can go wrong with getting pregnant. It, it truly yeah. is like the craziest part is we really are meant to have kids like in high school. <laughs> you know, but no, and no it's so true. <laughs> it's like, I think about it all the time. It's like I know. we should really be having kids. Like I was talking about yeah. these girls that were having, getting pregnant at 18. It's like, what you doing? But they like that's when your body and your eggs are, are primed and ready and your body is ready enough to have the kids and heal and you know you kind of go back to some sense of normalcy we're we're out but women are having kids later and later in life and i i for one respect it because i think it's important for women to feel like they have autonomy over their lives and they have ownership over their lives and what they want to do and you know children are a blessing but they're like a lot they're a lot when you you can't give them back yeah i mean david knows one (laughs) Sarah's just looking at me because she knows. I mean, listen, I am self-aware. So for me, it is not the right decision, but that's good, right? Like you should know that about yourself, that you're not capable of doing that. Absolutely. I have two very quick questions before we leave. Are you going to go on tour? Because you mentioned a tour. Are we going to have, I mean, I've seen it Countess 800 times. She's like, David, come down the the street. Right. Like, are are we going to, I mean, come on. I've never seen you perform live. I know you were just that. Yes. So we are, my team is currently negotiating um, a multi-city tour. 
Yeah. Sarah and I will be working oh. together. Oh, I need backstage passes. Are you kidding? Please. I love you guys so much. I, the, uh, the only thing I'm jealous about, and I've said this when Candace has been on my show, is, you know, I was hoping their careers wouldn't make it because I want to see Chris's brown dick on OnlyFans. And at this rate, I'm not going to see it. So I'm the only that's yeah. I love giving these two a hard time. They're beautiful in real life. They're great people. We're going. We're getting backstage passes. I got to see everybody. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'll let you guys know when we're going to be when yeah. I can talk about it. Can't yeah. wait. And I was going to say, is is Chris still your husband, Jer? Is he still involved? <laughs> oh yeah. He. So there are a lot of updates to Chris. He is doing amazing things on his own. Um, he was always, he was never my manager in the sense that he's like negotiating my deals and like taking a cut. He was really just supporting me at a, in a transitional space. I now have an actual entertainment manager. I have a publicist. I have my, my legal team. I have, I'm looking for an agent now. I have a great team and Chris really still serves the same role. He's like, you know, you got an email, you need to respond. Don't forget you have this thing coming up. Um, I, I'm going to forward this contract to your lawyer to negotiate. Um, when there's a crisis, he's on all the calls with the team and he's giving his input. He's, he's, it's the same role, but you know, I think manager was like, it was, that word was just a, it was a buzzword for, for, the audience and everybody was like losing it that like he was managing me and my even my mom was like ah, he's managing you he's gonna take your money You're like girl sh sh no um but no he's he is he is being a, a husband and a supporter but he's also doing his own thug fizzle he's out here doing amazing things for himself um and doing what he loves which is managing restaurants. Oh. I love it. And this is really my last question. What do you, unless <laughs> you, can, to, but what do you think? No, this is, and now I'm sorry. But what do you think is still like the biggest misconception about you? Like we talked about, like as people watch, we have season seven coming now. You were on my show once. I, you, you know this, Sarah, the minute it was over, I'm like, I fucking love Candace. You know, it's amazing. This. I'm not just saying this. I judge people based on my own. So right. I said that, and she, you know, that, Sarah. I, I, love, I mean, look, so, I love all the women on Potomac. I, I love Ashley. I mean, I get along. I love. Yeah, I'm so proud of you guys because I say this a thousand times, but you you don't give yourselves enough credit because you are the only reality show ever, ever, ever to be successful out of D.C. And people don't know that unless mm -hmm. you've lived in D.C. Nobody. Yeah could do it. I mean, Rob Lowe couldn't do it. He'd come to town to do a reality show. So these women yep. and women of color deserve so much, uh, so much credit. So I love all of you. And I know you all personally outside the Thank show and you're you. all terrific. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Sarah. Um, what, what is the biggest myth? Yeah. Like as people watch and you know, these people, you know, um, you say people come after you and like, what do you yeah. think people have wrong about you? I mean, people think that I'm a monster. <laughs> No, like people think that I'm like that I pick fights and that I start things and then I I what do they say you throw grenades and hide your hands and it's like what are you watching like where show me where I started anything you know do I respond in a 
an overly colorful way at times? Yes, absolutely. I do. I own that. And that's something that I, um, not that I need to work on, but that sometimes I can learn to pivot, but you know, that's, that's my, that's my cross to bear. That's my battle. That's my thing. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's funny because anytime I meet anyone um, outside of Twitter or the show, everyone says the same thing. It's like, wow, you're like so nice. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I try, I don't focus on it anymore. It used to bother me a lot. Like that people, cause you know, in my real life outside of the show, before the show, I was loved, you know, everyone loved me. And I thought I was going to come on the show and be loved. And it's the opposite. Everyone hates me. <laughs> and somehow I'm still here. <laughs> yes, you are. Amazing. I can't wait for season seven. Oh, it's going to be so good. Oh, girl. Uh, it's going to be, I can tell already, it's going to be crazy. I think it's going to be next level. It's honestly, it's you guys, Salt Lake and Beverly Hills. And <clears throat> Maybe Atlanta. Atlanta will probably come back and be really strong. They're gonna come with something. They gonna yeah. come with something. I yeah, they are. They are. We share an EP. Our EP does not play. They're coming with something. So okay. wait on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for doing this. Yes. Thank you guys. This is we so fun. Like I like this duo. You guys. I love you individually, <laughs> but like I like you guys together. This is fun. Okay. You should work. come back on. Like when the show comes back on, you'll come back on with us. Definitely. Yes, I will. Oh no. And then we're if, thinking are you, about doing Dana, a tour. You... <coughs> we're thinking oh, about doing a tour yes. together, and then with our DC stop, we want <laughs> you and Chris to come on. Let us know. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God! You might need to. And what were you going to ask me it. as I cough okay, up yeah. lung? Okay, Go ahead. Where are you oh, asking? Oh no! Me? Are you are you in LA? Where are you based? New York. City. Oh, you're in New York. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, but yeah, no tour. We're there. Oh. Sign us up. Yeah, you guys I, like to come. I, to I would go to LA. You know, I'm in LA all the time, so maybe. Okay. Well, I I was going to say, well, I'm in LA often enough that you know, we'll meet if up I'm there. there. We can do a thing there too. Yeah. Okay, we're going to Craig's. It. We're having lunch. We're planning tours. Yes! See you all just, there. Just give, me, just give me a nice martini, and that's all I need. We're doing it. That's all you need. Yes. When the show comes back on, come on and talk to us, because then we can talk about what's going on. Yes, there will be plenty. Season we love you, Candice. We love you. So we're, we're going to stand you. for you. Amazing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay, I got to go shoot up my, my stomach. Hugs to Chris. Bye. Love you much. Yes. Love you, dog. Bye, guys. See ya.